What is going on, Warriors? Welcome to another episode of Pardon My Pancreas Podcast. Now, I'm stoked to share this story with you because it's not the original story I was going to share with you this week. See, last week, I had the unique opportunity to, to play different roles in the medical professional world. I got to play doctor and dentist and surgeon and nurse and all these great things. I worked with a company that is actually an outfitter for medical professionals. They, they, they come up with scrubs and a bunch of other fantastic things that give medical professionals the opportunity to be comfortable while they're working and saving lives, right? And ironically enough, I know, I have a t-shirt that says, not a doctor, <laughs> and yet I played a doctor. Uh, but that episode that I wanted to share with you guys was going to be about how that day was go, go, go. It was nonstop. The most break that I had was about 25 minutes for lunch, and then right after lunch, going for a walk, and it was like all this craziness uh, that surrounded. I wanted to share my blood sugar strategies through that day, but instead, what I want to share with you is actually a, a surprising moment that I had following that shift and some rather frustrating blood sugars. So, without any further ado, let's get into our theme song. I've spent the last 10 years pushing the limits while identifying trends and patterns in my type 1 diabetes management. Follow along as I learn, apply, and share the fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle strategies that I've learned from diabetes experts around the world. The real question is, how can we live fearlessly with diabetes while maintaining stable blood sugars? This podcast is here to give you the answer. My name is Matt Vandevecht, head coach and co-founder of FTF Warrior, and welcome to Part of My Pancreas. So, as I mentioned, last week had an interesting experience uh, kind of working through different medical roles and kind of playing around with it. And uh, over the course of the day, I did not control my schedule at all. I had other people telling me what to do, what was for lunch, uh, what the time frames were, when we were going for walks. I had no control over it. And uh, as a result, had to manipulate my strategies for blood sugar control. But what was interesting is that I changed my site out the night before and, uh, you know, I had to wake up before the sun rose. So I woke up, it's pitch black, right? I mean, this is kind of my glimpse, my little glimpse into the medical world. So I know they have long, crazy shifts. I mean, you guys are the true heroes. And uh, getting to work, I was like, oh boy, blood sugar's high. I got the beep going off. And I was like, I'm 200. What the heck? Did I forget to change my basal settings in my pump? Like, what's going on? I went for like a, a little bit of an extra walk, walked around the building before I went in. Blood sugar started to come down a little bit. So I was like, okay, we're fine. Um, but towards the end of the day, you know, blood sugars cooperated enough with my strategies that were changed and manipulated based on what was happening around me. And I went to get dinner, you know, brought it home, had dinner at home. So a controlled environment. I got to carb count because throughout the day I had no idea how many carbs were in my food. Complete guess. <laughs> um, but coming home that dinner, I was like, okay, pretty standard foods, foods that I typically eat at home. I should be fine. Like, it should be a totally great meal. Until about an hour later. Beep, 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 double arrows up. And I was like, wait, what? What's going on? And I was like, Lisa, I gotta go for a walk. <laughs> I gotta figure this thing out. Double arrows up at 200. This is not gonna go well for me if I don't take action immediately. And so I went for a walk. She's like, you know what? I'll join you. She came with me. It was nice. And uh, about 20 minutes later, I see it start to level off at 240. I'm like, all right, I think I caught it, right? Uh, maybe I'll give like an extra mini bullet. I think I gave like a third of a unit. And I was like, let's just kind of encourage it to go in the right direction. And, uh, you know, head back home. So I was like, it's, it's coming back. Let's just go relax at home and have a nice night together. It came down 
to about 226. And then it stopped going down. And I was like, hey, hey, <laughs> what's going on? 229, 235, 240. And I'm like, no, don't do this to me. I want to go to bed. I've been up since who knows what time. I'm super tired. This is frustrating, to say the least. And uh, I actually had a game night planned with a few of my friends. We all hop on Zoom, and uh, we're in separate areas, so we just kind of talk and catch up every week. And I'm like, I'm going to be sitting for the next hour, two hours, so these blood sugars need to be fixed. So I gave another correction. And some of you are already thinking, Matt, isn't that insulin stacking? Isn't this kind of falling into the rage bolus category? And you would be correct, because I did have enough insulin on board to tell me I probably shouldn't have done that. And uh, with the extra correction, I was like, what else can I do? I'm going to go shower, right? Hot water, maybe some vasodilation, try and get their insulin to circulate some more. And, uh, you know, it brought it down to about 205. And then it started creeping back up again. And I'm like, are you kidding me? And so in my head now, I'm like, is the site bad? Like my site itself, my insulin pump site? No, because during the day, I went high, but like it came back down. So I know it's not like completely bad. So I'm starting to think like, okay processing what could have gone wrong, but also thinking about what can I do in this moment to fix it real quick, because I want to get to bed on time. And so I'm like, I also don't want to change my site. So maybe let's just pretend it's not that. So I keep pushing it off, right? Just give one more try for another correction. So this is my third correction now we're looking at. And, uh, you know, my blood sugars are finally starting to come down a little bit. I get to like 190 and I'm kind of cruising there. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Uh, and finally, before bed, went for another walk after my call, took another shower with some more, more insulin. I drank probably a gallon of water over those two hours. Uh, I'm just like peeing like crazy. And uh, finally, right before bed, they come down to about 131. I say about, it was 131. And uh, I'm like, okay, this is good enough to go to bed with. Whatever's going on, I think it's an absorption issue or sight issue, something along those lines. I'm probably going to cruise back to 150 and I'll just have to figure it out in the morning. So I go to bed. I've got about a unit on board still. And I don't like going to bed with insulin on board. It's not usually a smart choice, especially if it was given recently. Um, if you have the option to avoid it, of course, sometimes you don't really have a choice. Uh, and my wife too is like, do you have a significant amount of insulin on board? And I'm like, well, more than I usually do. Right. Um, and she's like, well, I get nervous sometimes. I'm like, I know I get it. Me too. Like if you're asleep, you're less likely to be aware of lows or at least be able to catch them early. And I'm like, yeah, it's fine. Like there's something wrong with the site. I think, I think it's absorption issues. Like I keep going high, but it does eventually come down. So it's working, but not really. Right. And, uh, like, let's just go to bed. I'm super tired. I didn't sleep much last night. And so we get to bed and it's, you know, all is well till two o'clock in the morning. Beep, 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 beep. I'm like, what is going on? I look over at my Dexcom, urgent low, and I'm like, there's no way that's true. I feel fine. I feel fine. So, you know, I get up, I'm like, you know what? I need to do a finger stick, do the responsible thing, go see what I'm at. Prick my finger, 49. I'm like, what? <laughs> Are you kidding me? This is insane. I, I have not seen these numbers on either end of that spectrum in months probably more than that, like six months or a year. I'm like, this is completely out of line. Like, what is going on right now? Like, well, you got to treat it. Let's figure this out. So I'm looking in the head like, okay, trying to like, I'm not, I don't feel super low yet, but I grab a juice box. I start getting like a little bit shaky. I'm like, wow, this low kind of snuck up on me. I drink a juice box. 
uh, crushed the juice box, I should say. You know, still calculated how many carbs I need to get out of the 40s and into a better blood sugar. So I'm like, okay, based on what I know about my own body, right, using my 80-20 blood sugar formula, since it is unique to each of us, I'm like, okay, I need about 20 carbs. The Capri Sun that I have is 21. Perfect, that should get me to about 140. For me, doesn't mean it's gonna work for you. That's what you have to figure out the formula for. Uh, and you know, drink the juice box. Now it's starting to hit me. Starting to sweat, getting shaky. The room's kind of cloudy and I'm like, whoa, this thing came out of nowhere, right? And I start dripping sweat. I'm getting drenched. I'm like, holy cow, this low is hitting hard. Right? I mean, have you ever experienced a low like that where you're just like, this is next level. This sucks. Uh, so I'm drenched in sweat. I was wearing, you know, my PJs. I had a sweater on, sweater, sweatshirt. And uh, I take off my sweatshirt because I'm just dripping sweat. I'm like, this is, it's way too hot right now. I got to get out of this thing. Uh, I open the sliding glass door. I go outside and I'm just standing there because I'm dripping in sweat waiting for the juice box to hit, right? And outside it's like 35 degrees. So I'm like, all right, this will cool me down real quick. I'm just uncomfortably sweaty. And uh, you know, lows hit and it caused tons of sweat. My, my wife comes out of the bedroom. Remember it's two o'clock in the morning. Maybe it's like 2.15 now. And she sees me standing outside shirtless in 35 degrees. And here's my Dexcom alert going off for an urgent low. And she's like, uh, Matt, are you okay? <laughs> what's going on <laughs> and I was like I'm in the 40s and she's like oh my gosh are you okay I'm like yeah I'll be fine you know thank you for checking on me you can go back to bed she's amazing by the way who else gets out of bed at two o'clock in the morning to check on somebody having a low blood sugar I think most people at the most would be like hey are you okay be like yeah like, turn your alarm off that she's so supportive she's amazing anyways I'm out there shirtless still sweating in 35 degrees <laughs> and she's like okay are you sure you're okay i'm like yeah i'm fine she goes back to bed you know eventually my blood sugars come all the way back up i start cruising around 120 ish 130 and i'm like cool you know have some fats and protein go back to bed figure this thing out in the morning because holy cow i'm still tired and that low wrecked me so get up the next day and this story is getting kind of long we're gonna wrap it up soon don't worry I uh, get up the next day, I got my coaching call that I have every week uh, for my, my private clients, right, for type 1 diabetes and, uh, you know, wouldn't you know it, I have my breakfast, get up nice and early, and about an hour after, I eat, arrow up, 205, and I'm like, are you kidding me, I'm done, I'm done, so I give a quick correction, I go for a run, because I have only about 10 minutes to get whatever's happening fixed and I'm like I know this is my site so I go for a run try and get this thing fixed before it gets way out of control chug some water and uh, ultimately it's in my leg so halfway through my run I starts hurting me because it's like it's at a bad angle too so it's just all these things coming together and I'm like trying not to get frustrated but I keep remembering hey you control how you react to every situation in life this doesn't have to be a negative only right so I'm looking at it now like, okay, this is life challenging me. Let's go. Come on. What else do you got? Like, I'm going to take this head on. And so I'm going for my run. I'm starting to limp because my leg hurts. And I'm like, what else do you got, life? And, uh, you know, I get back in. Blood sugars stop rising, but they're still stuck at 240. So I'm like, it's the site. I know it's absorption. I just didn't want to change my site because I wanted it to work, but I was being lazy. Matt, do the dang thing. Just do what you got to do to fix it. So I rip out my site. Put a new side in. I got like two minutes until my coaching call starts when I got to be all 
prepared and like, hey, what's going on, everybody? And I was like, you know what? They need to see the real me. They need to see what's going on. And my clients always see the real me. So I'm like, I'm just going to be open with them, you know? Get the new side in, in my leg and uh, my other leg, switched it out and pop on. I'm three minutes late. I am never late for these calls. So I pop on, like kind of sweating from my run. My hair's a little bit blown out. Like, I look disheveled and I'm like, hey, what's going on, everybody? Uh, sorry I'm late. Thank you for your patience. I've had a day. <laughs> and I proceeded to explain to them, look, guys, uh, diabetes is not ever going to go perfectly. It's not always going to go your way. You can do everything in the book perfectly. And there are things that are still outside of your control that you're going to have to accept. You're going to have to give yourself grace for. I was like, look, here's what happened. Yesterday, I was able to stay in range and still kind of manipulate strategies. I knew I had what was probably a bad site. Unfortunately, that led me to, and this is my fault, right? I chose to give more corrections instead of just changing my site. I chose to give myself one, two, three corrections, stacking insulin, Finally brought my blood sugar down. Last night, 2 a.m., oh, you guys wouldn't believe it, hit 49. They're like, oh my gosh, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, that, was, that wasn't the end of it. Uh, this morning, right before our call, <laughs> I had breakfast, and then boom, went high again, and they're like, oh my gosh. I'm like, I know, it's crazy. Um, and so, you know, on the call, I wanted to make a point to them to say, look, all of you in this program are here to achieve that next level of diabetes success, to understand blood sugars on such a deep level that you can stabilize and predict where blood sugars are gonna go. But understand, it will never be perfect. And here's the fun thing, it's not just diabetes. Nothing in life will ever be perfect. Uh, in fact, there's this really great uh, quote, I think it's like a Chinese proverb or something. People will say, oh, I'm waiting for the perfect time. There is no perfect time, right? And this Chinese proverb that, that's kind of spoken to me in the past is, the perfect time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second most perfect time is today, right? Like, of course, the perfect time was 20 years ago, so it would be ready today for you to produce fruit, give you food or apples or whatever it is. But the second best time, it's not perfect, but it's the second best time right now. Do it. So I'm thinking, okay, yes, I should have changed my site the day before. Yes, I should have figured this thing out. I probably shouldn't have stacked insulin. I shoulda, shoulda, shoulda. Shoulda doesn't do anything to fix right now. What can I do right now to fix what's going on, right? And for me, that was chug water, take a little bit of a correction, go for a run, come back, change my site, and then hop on a coaching call where I gave a new correction mid-call because I knew the old correction that I gave was not going to be absorbed properly. And this could have been due to scar tissue, it could have been the site itself, it could have been a number of things. But ultimately, I ran through my checklist and realized all arrows point to changing my site. That is what I have to do even though I don't want to do it. And sometimes, actually this is a great quote too, I can't means I must, or I don't want to means I must. I didn't want to change my site. Matt, get over yourself. Do it. You know it's going to help you. And so helping them to see that not only is there no perfect time and that we need to take action now, but also you will never be perfect, ever. And that's kind of exciting because it means we're always constantly growing, constantly improving on ourselves, constantly overcoming challenges and obstacles in our lives, right? I took that moment and thought about it. How, how can I perceive this in a positive light? This is a challenge I am pushing through. 
I am not going to let these high blood sugars, these low blood sugars, define me, defeat me, or derail me, right? Multiple highs in a day, followed by a severe low, followed by another high. I could have sat in there and just complained, I hate my blood sugars, I hate diabetes, it's so rough, and I wanted to. Don't get me wrong, I really, really wanted to. Listen, you know what? I need to pick myself up, I need to move forward. What can I do right now to better the situation? How can I step off of the roller coaster blood sugars, right? Nobody wants to stay on the blood sugar roller coaster, it sucks. How can you step off right now? What steps can you take that are actionable to get you to where you need to be? Now, what I want you guys to take from this lesson, a couple different things. One, mindset. Life will never be perfect. Blood sugars will never be perfect. Yes, my clients reach 80% time in range, 90% time in range, plus, right? They do amazing things, but, and they, they also hit 100% time in range, and they're like, I'm amazing, and I'm like, yes, you are, you're incredible, but it will not be 100% time in range, 100% of the time, no matter what. There will be days where something happens, could be your fault, it could be something out of your control, like what happened to me, right? Bad sight, I didn't do anything wrong, it just happened, but, what I choose to do in reaction to that, in response. That is my responsibility. So hey, it's not gonna be perfect, but what can you do right now to change the outcome? What can you do right now to control how you react to what life throws at you? And two, second lesson I wanna show you guys, I knew that site was bad. How did I know that? One, my blood sugars are almost always perfectly controlled, almost. Not always, I am not perfect and I will never be perfect. If you view me as perfect, as some influencers teaching you guys, I am not perfect, hear me loud and clear. But because my blood sugars are very close to being perfect most of the time, I knew double arrows up, something's wrong, right? 49 in the middle of the night, something's wrong. Now of course the 49 I knew was due to my own actions. Insulin stacking, we knew that was the thing. But the high blood sugars, couldn't pin that onto uh, miscalculated carbs or on bad decisions with snacking or on lower activity levels throughout the week. There's a number of different variables that I could look at, and I did, to eventually get to the point where I thought, okay, it's my insulin pump site, or it's scar tissue within the site. Something is causing delayed absorption. Something is wrong with this site. I changed it last night. Every meal had been high since then. Takes hours to bring it down. Something's off. Only when you are controlled at that level are you able to remove certain variables and go, well, it's not the carb counting because I carb counted. Well, it's not my activity level because I did that. Well, it's not my pre-bolus because I did that. If you have all these things lined up, then when something does go wrong, you can fix it quicker it makes more sense to you. It's no longer this mysterious, what the heck just happened? No, it's I know what happened and I know my next decision that I need to make. I know what my action is, okay? So uh, that's pretty much all I got for you guys today. I actually gotta hop on another client call with one of my type one diabetic rock stars in about two minutes. So what I wanted to share with you guys was that. Mindset fix, you will not be perfect, that's okay. Give yourself grace and take action on what is next for you, okay? For me, it was changing my site. I didn't wanna do it, therefore I must. Therefore I must. And of course, looking at the different variables in your life, there are 42 confirmed variables that affect blood sugars. You can't have all 42 memorized and always in a perfect line every single day. What we focus on in my programs are how do you get the, the few 
that caused the biggest changes in your life? How do you map out which of the 42 for you are going to cause the biggest changes? If I can control those couple of variables, not all 42, if I can control these couple right here in front of me, those are gonna cause massive shifts in my blood sugars and help me to stay in range for longer periods of time, give me more predictable blood sugars, and not require this obsessive approach to diabetes management. I get to step back and go, huh, cool. I carb counted, I pre bolused I did a few other things that I know are important for me. Blood sugars are gonna cooperate. And if they don't, something else is wrong, what can I do to fix it, right? And because of that, I routinely see 90 plus percent time and range every single week. It's because of that formula. That is, all credit goes to the formula. That's it, the 80-20 blood sugar formula. So if you are one of the people like me that enjoys a deeper understanding of blood sugars, a deeper knowledge, which gives you more confidence in your diabetes management so that you can step back and go, I got this. So you can actually enjoy your life. Go out mountain biking for 45 minutes, stay at 100. If you guys saw on Instagram, I posted that recently. So you can go out on Valentine's Day and eat hundreds of grams of carbs and still see stable blood sugar lines. If you want that life and you're willing to put in the work in an intense program, then I want you to go watch a free training that I created for you, just for you, the people who want that next level of understanding. I go into basils, bolus, exercise, food, all sorts of stuff, and you're gonna find it incredibly useful. Highly recommend you go check it out at diabetesinaction.com. I actually go over a little bit of my 80-20 blood sugar formula in that training, and if, that type of training, that my type of coaching resonates with you, there is an opportunity to hop on a phone call and see if it would work for you. See if you're a good fit for it, for us, and see if we're a good fit for you. So go grab that free training, check it out. It's like 30, 40 minutes, something like that. Grab some of those light bulb aha moments that you can implement in your life right now. And hey, if it's something that you want to dive deeper into, then hey, apply to get on a phone call with us and we'll chat. All right, have an amazing day. Go implement these things, make these mindset changes, get deeper understandings of your blood sugars so that you can step back and enjoy your life and keep up the fight.